yo, yo, yo. Check, 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 checky, check, check. What's going on, people? It's your boy Floyd Maxwell. It is your boy AP. And this is Conversation Sports, where we give you all the latest topics from a, I want to say, what did we what did we say before we had we had a name for it? Uh, Ooh. We had a name for it, but you know, it, it, this this is this is for the casual fan. This is for the uh, you know the fair weather fan. This is for the diehard fans. Yes, you see what I'm saying. This is for anybody who has an opinion on anything sports, ladies and gentlemen. That's just it, because we all have opinions. Yes. Okay. Yes. And. It, Who's to say who's more educated about sports than, than, than the next person? Than any of these analysts that's out here uh, doing all of this stuff that they're doing. Exactly. You know, Skip Bayless is no better than me. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, what it, 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 at that point, he would just say that he has more time in the game. And mm-hmm. more power to you. Yeah, you do. Exactly. I'm not going to I can give that. my opinion just like you can, and I can come from a philosophical uh, point just like he can. So... That's the reason why we're here. Yes. So let's dive right in. I think. I think. I, you know, and, and being from New England, I feel like it's it, it, it's relevant and it's, it's something that has to has to be said and has to be talked about. So we all know from the last time that we uh that that we was on, we talked about destinations of where Tom Brady would go because at that point, nothing, everything was cloudy, nothing was clear. Nothing was clear at all. I think it's more clear now. Oh, it's definitely clear now. It's because crystal clear. TB12 is now in TB. In TB. Tampa Bay. Oh, my goodness, Florida. And that was oh. one. I think if you guys go back to the, the um, which is right here, just scroll up. You can see right back in episode three how we definitely said that Tampa Bay was probably the one that we picked late, the least. Definitely. I think it was. Definitely was. You know, and that was like a shocker. Even though we still had it on our board, did we not? Oh, we still had it on the board, but we said it was board. a dark horse. It was. It wasn't something that I, I didn't see it coming. I thought there was other places, but looking at it, we now, said they had the coach. It makes sense. They have the players. Yes, they do. They were missing that one key, and they had the part. weather. True, and they have the weather. See, and the thing is, with TB, TB is he's Tom Brady is 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 a for me. He's like a, a marketing genius. Almost, and, and it's very, it's very uh, uh, politically sound is how he does it. Now, there's, there's uh, kind of like rumblings out there that he wants to trademark the term TBXTB, which is Tom Brady in Tampa Bay. Now, I'll tell you what, he's he's a businessman first. Yes, yes, he is. Football player second. Yes, as as he should, as he should. You know, I don't have an issue with that. I really don't. Yeah. I think what I have an issue with is. We've spent the last 20 years of our life together. Yeah, we did. And a lot like a bad breakup. Uh-huh. You know, I experienced levels of pain. Yeah, we do. You know, yeah, I, I started with being real sad. Uh-huh. Um, and then I went into anger. And I think I'm still kind of in that anger phase. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. it's not easy. So right now I'm wearing my replica Super Bowl ring that just came in the oh, mail today. Yes. This thing, It looks gorgeous, by the way. It weighs about half a pound almost a pound oh yeah definitely you know this takes me back to a time where things were great in new england yeah it was and now in 2020 not only do we have no sports on television right now but Mm. now we have to go into a football season yes knowing that we're not the best team in the afc knowing that it's cloudy it's in the air that we don't even know what stedham brings we don't know if he's even going to be the quarterback it's just a lot of uncertainty that we haven't had in a while. And 
for people who like just started watching because you got to understand a lot of us are, are still fairly young like I just turned 30 so if you really want to be if you wouldn't say the last 20 years like when Tom Brady actually got his starting job like I was like 10 years old I was still living on Snell Street where me and um, Guy mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying where we was at I still live you know what I'm saying like I still definitely live there where Colors is at like and it's crazy because that's what people don't understand is like at that point in time I'm only 10 years old I just started watching sports really I wasn't really watching and I started watching basketball first so a lot of us only know that you can't penalize I feel like you can't penalize people like okay like people was born in the 60s like I've been watching them since they was crap well, I, I wasn't alive then. You know what I'm saying? And when I was, I didn't really watch sports. So, so you can't you can't get mad at me for you know. Oh, the only reason why you started watching. Well, if you gotta understand is we wasn't always the best. And on top of that, we did go like ten years without even winning another championship. That's so, true. We went from 2004 mm-hmm. to 2017. I think I want to say that. Yeah. 17, 18. Hold up. Nope. nope. It was 2015. We won, and then we lost. And then because we went to the Super Bowl, like so let's see, this is four out of the four, four uh, or uh, I think I want to say three out of the five years. So this is 2018 that we're in the ring for today. So 2017 we lost, and then 2016 we won. Yep. And then we ended up losing. I want to say because we went to like almost four straight. I want to say almost we went to like three. We went to three in a row, definitely three out three out of the last four. Yes, four out of the last five now. Yes, yes. That's all right. Three out of the last five now. Three out of the last five. Um, yeah. So yeah. we went. You know what I'm saying. So the whole point is, we went. We we've we've witnessed. You know, we've witnessed heartbreak. And and the thing is, they've never witnessed being great and and being trumped. And you know what I'm saying, and uh, with no pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> but we got bested by uh, a mediocre, uh, gr- gritty, ugly, disgusting, dirty. Uh, Giants organization. I don't want to call them a team. One of the worst experiences I ever had in my life. They never experienced anything like that. Was knowing that our perfect season was tainted. Was tainted by a piece of shit named Eli Manning. Yes. That yes. did not belong. He didn't. Anywhere near a Super no. Bowl trophy. And because he beat Tom Brady, like there's plenty of people who won two titles. Because like this is how great Tom Brady is. Because he beat Tom Brady twice, he's automatically going to be in a discussion to be in the Hall of Fame. Now, like I said, there's other people who won twice, other quarterbacks who won twice that you don't even talk about. I think Terry Bradshaw won two. Or, I don't know, fucking... Yeah, he won more than that. Yeah. Do you talk about him? No, not at all. And, I, and, and yes, he's probably a Hall of Famer. I'm not going to say that he's not. But at the same time, you don't look at him as like... You know, and, and, and it's just the point. It's, it's the fact of the matter is... That there's other people who's deserving of it who don't get it. And he just gets a lot of just because he won those two. I feel like if he would have won those two against fucking Baltimore or, or the Bengals or one of those teams or even Seattle, it wouldn't have been as great as, you know, it, it wouldn't have been, you know, as great. So then it kind of like, so what do you feel as far as... um Tom Brady and Bill Belichick? Like, now we actually get to see... Who's who's who? What's what? Now we're gonna see who's the real goat, and, and we we touched base a little bit on this on the last episode. Is mm-hmm. who's better without the other? Yeah, yeah. You know, if you look at Bill Belichick's record before Tom Brady, not good, not good at all. You yes, know, he got fired. He well resigned. Yeah, he, 
whatever technical but he lo- he left that job in Cleveland and the thing is he left that he was actually turning them around and then if you notice that um because he was on the Cleveland that is now the Baltimore Ravens and they ended up uh, leaving teams and they ended up winning a championship so one could say that if Bill was there he he would have won a championship so I mean, and it's not, and technically, he, was, that he, was his, he won with the Giants when he, he was did. an offensive coordinator. He did. Or defensive Defense, coordinator. Yeah, defensive coordinator. He, so the issue I have mm-hmm. is that, sure, you could say he didn't do anything until he had Tom Brady. Yeah, you could. Yes, you could. But Tom Brady wasn't Tom Brady at that point. In 2001, what won that fucking championship that year mm-hmm. wasn't Tom Brady. If, any, if anything, Tom Brady almost cost us <laughs> the, the, the AFC divisional game. Well, I mean, he, he 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 at that point in time he was still growing his wings. That was exactly. like his. And I'm not holding that against him. Like, I'm not neither. Make him stronger. I, but what I, I but I will what I will say though is he put you in a position to have your kicker ice it and uh, ice the game for you. He put you in a position that last drive, especially when uh, if you noticed that when we got the ball, we was at the four yard line, five yard line, uh, damn near near the goal line, and even the person that was announcing it that game said, you know what? They should just kick it for overtime. Just prepare for overtime. Mm-hmm. You know what Tom Brady did? He led us down the field to the point where we only had we only had like a uh, minute and a half left. That was one of John Madden's last Super Bowl calls. Yeah. And yeah, I'll never forget it. You mm-hmm. know, they said he's going to play for overtime. He led him down the field. You know, at that point, he became Tom Brady. Slowly that was but surely. First, that was his first stint as a starter. Now, the issue I have is that if you look at 2001, 2003, and 2004, our first yes. three championships. Mm-hmm. The thing that really stuck out was never the offense. Yeah, yeah. It was always the defense. Defense wins championships. But isn't it weird though that even in that, like you can, like you know, the historians can go back and look at the the numbers that they had. But if you recall, we were never considered like the best defense. We was always there was always somebody they said was better than us. We they we was good at this, but we wasn't good at that. Uh, we we can we, we we bend but don't break, but we don't intercept the ball. There's people that get to the quarterback. You guys don't get to the quarterback enough. You guys do. You guys all have the Patriot way. Nobody really can define. Really, what they want to say is we're bland. They want to say, and this is the reason why we don't have a name. You know how they have the steel curtains. They have mm-hmm. the fucking black hole. They have those guys. Patriots. We don't have a name, and we, we've been we have dominating the Patriot for, way. That's what I think. That's what it is. They they did the pay that. That's that's our coin term, Patriot way. Pretty much. So you know what I'm saying. I, you know, like me personally, like if you're talking about who who has a better chance of like winning the Super Bowl or being the most successful, uh, obviously is Bill Belichick because he's going to be here way more. But if you're talking about within the confines of Tom Brady being in the NFL, I'm still going to give it to Bill. You know, I think he controls more. Bill Belichick definitely has the tools to be able to get further in a shorter amount of time. Because when, when we think about Tom Brady, we think he has maybe two, two years. Three, two, 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 three, two, two three to years. three. I take three max. Three max. What's he really going to do with three years? In well, an offense that he doesn't know, with young guys that still technically need to be developed. Did you hear what they said that the only demand that he had was that they give him the number of all of his offensive um, teammates, all of the all, people on the offense, like the offensive line and all of their numbers. And the, the you know, everybody in the offense, he wanted their numbers. 
That was his stipulation. No. So I don't think that, that being on the same page, I kind of don't think that that's going to be an issue. I think he's going to turn it into something. Yeah, definitely. Year one? Yes. I just don't know. You know, I think the conspiracy of, you know, the Super Bowl being played in Tampa Bay this year. Tampa you Bay think that really went into it? I think that had a little something to do with it. Because he got $50 million guaranteed, so it's not like they're going to cut him next year. And they can't franchise tag him, and they can't trade him. True. You know, I think stability is one of the things he wanted. That's mm-hmm. something he wasn't going to get in New England. And he got $50 million guaranteed. That just showed him, like, yes, okay, I'm yeah. giving you 25 guaranteed. So, it, well, I'm giving you uh, 25 a year guaranteed. So, what we call that is the Drew Brees effect. Yeah. Drew Brees showed loyalty, and every two years now, the Saints reward him with an amazing contract, mm-hmm. $25 million a year, fully guaranteed. But I think Sean Payton respects Drew Brees. I don't think that... And the thing is, was, was you know what strikes me as? I, feel, I think that Bill Belichick's inability to kind of give that, not favoritism, but... This Tom Brady and Tom Brady has earned. He's won six rings, mm-hmm. so you should give him like. Even though you still, he still should be preaching the Patriot way. But I think everybody should say, okay, well, we're gonna do slightly different for Tom Brady. When you get to his level, then all right, then we can we can talk exactly. When, but you're not at his level. When you refer he, to a man as his own level, this is this is what I'm saying. He single handedly brought the brand of Patriot way of what the like. We talked about this in the last show on how the Patriots was on the verge of being uh, relocated out of Foxborough. Mm-hmm. Connecticut you know? almost happened. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, we was about to get relocated, and we didn't. And at the time, there was like a couple of different places on where they was talking about. Connecticut was definitely one of them. So imagine having a fucking be. Connecticut is not us. We're not Connecticut. Like Connecticut is New York. Damn near. Yeah, when I think of Connecticut, I think of New York. I think of New York. I don't think New England. Because all of them, they all, if you go to Connecticut, you see them all with New York caps mm-hmm. on. They don't embody, they don't embrace Boston or Massachusetts and, and, and it's entire, or New England for that matter. It's true. You know, so I, I, I don't I don't think that they that would have been something. It's almost like having a Connecticut team for the WNBA. I don't root for them. Hell no. You're not even a part, like, I don't, I don't you know what I'm saying? So I just look at it from the standpoint of, like, Bill Belichick you know what I'm saying his inability to kind of you know what I'm saying not kiss the ring but for him to kind of like show some type of solidarity other than just because his his he has no personal relationship with him it's almost like with, with Sean Payton and um, Drew Brees the, I feel like they would go out and get a drink together and, and talk football so Drew Brees was just up here doing an uh, doing an doing an interview on WEI okay he was doing a charity event in Boston oh wow and before we could even talk about him ever coming to New England or, mm-hmm. you know, even just making the joke of it, you know, he said, as long as New Orleans will have me back, I'll always be in New Orleans. Mm. That was before he signed his contract. Wow. That should tell you something to the level of respect that he has for that organization. Mm-hmm. And that coach. organization has for him. Exactly. Now, Tom Brady has never come out and said that. The only person in Boston has come out and said that is Kyrie Irving, and he... Fuck this over. So and he did. He did. He yeah, did, and we're not gonna talk about that. That's the source file. Yeah, that's yeah. I don't because I, I can go on about him all day. <laughs> the first first episode that's on YouTube, I fucking ripped him a new one. I don't. Oh god, he's another one. Yeah, fuck Kyrie. Yeah, fuck him. Like literally, not literally. Like as far as giving him <laughs> sexual favors, he don't deserve that. Fuck him. But yeah, I, I definitely feel as though like when 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 you're asking a question about like Tom Brady and the, and the respect level, I feel like the respect level was there from an owner's standpoint, 
or from, you know, if you don't want to call them owners, from the people who um, operate the team, who control the team, mm-hmm. I feel like those, the gatekeepers, I feel like he, he from that standpoint, he wanted them back. Robert Kraft and Bob Kraft wanted them back. Definitely. But I look at it like Bill Belichick for a while now, for whatever, because we always said that from we didn't Jimmy know. Jimmy Garoppolo. This is what it, but the part of the thing is him not believing in, like there was some point in time where he stopped believing in Tom Brady. I want to know at what point was it? I don't think he ever really believed in Tom Brady as much. I just think that when he comes and he won those championships, it kind of was like, yeah, but I still don't think that you're that good. I think it was that. You know, I think part of me thinks that way, and especially the way that they treated it at the end, giving him very incentive-based deals, and yeah. they, you know, it was just and was, just letting it lurk from that long. They they could have signed him in the off season, and especially when he when he did the two year deal, you should have just signed him until up and when he was forty five. So at that point, it was giving him a a, a four year contract rather than a two. Mm-hmm. So you should have gave him the four year contract or the five year contract, whatever it was. And it would have kept him till 45. So the last contract that he signed was only two years. So he should have signed it four years. And carried till he's 45. And then it's like, I feel like we should have gave him that respect. And I feel like we should have talked to him and said, okay, listen, bro. What if we do get a quarterback that's not just blows our mind, but gives the team the best chance to win? And you're in year four. Can we bench you? Can can you play a mentor? Are, are, will you be willing to play a mentor type of role? Even 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 if you 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 stay in your starter till forty five. We're not saying bench you, but can you still play a mentor role? Can we put that in your con? Can can you realistically say that your heart would be into that? So that way, when you're done, since we're giving you this until you're forty five, this is when you said. Now after forty five, you got to understand if you want to play. That's when I would have said, okay, you got to go because it's like, all right, this is twenty five years or twenty two years. Over 20 years, and it's like putting us in a, in a bind where we can't go forward in our development in a quarterback. And that's just it. You know, you got to look at the bigger picture here is not only is Bill Belichick 67 years old, mm-hmm. how much longer does he really have coaching? Well, the thing, he's, he's already, one, he said that he, he wasn't trying to coach until his like seven, 60s or 70s, mm-hmm. and then he reneged on that. And I think. He didn't want to coach. At that time when he said that, he didn't want to coach Tom Brady. I feel like he couldn't say that. I feel like he doesn't want to coach. Because I honestly don't feel, especially now that the narrative is the way it is, and when Tom Brady retires four or five years after he retires and he comes out with his memoir and his book, Mm -hmm. we'll get more insight. Because, you know, that's coming. I hope so. Oh, it's definitely coming. Especially since he left New England. So now... There's a reckless, uh, reckless uh, conciliation or whatever they call it. You know what I'm saying? They, you know, uh, you got to reconcile. Definitely reconcile. And reconciliation. Reconciliation. Is what it's called. Yes. Yeah, you were there. Gosh, there we, I, was, I was almost there. <laughs> so, what do you feel about that? My thing is, like I said, I'm still in that raw stance right now, where I feel butthurt for mm-hmm. the simple fact that he left us, and I and I know deep down inside it's not on him. It's on Bill. Yeah. I think uh, there was a time where they said all they had this is a report they said there was a time where all Bill had to do was call him and say you know what man we need you so the the night before mm-hmm. he made his decision he was at Robert Kraft's house yep yep and Bill Belichick was part of that conversation not in person wow he wasn't in person he no, wasn't there he was, was over the phone 
Oh no! That to me is the biggest sign of disrespect. Oh, why, Bill? What? Bill, like, why does Bill do this? Because so you he got, doesn't care. But you would have did that to you, the way he talked about Lawrence Taylor. You would have that for Lawrence Taylor. Mm-hmm. You would have built over backwards for him. Nobody will ever be Lawrence Taylor. I don't mean Belichick. But that's just so. Yes, he is. Tom Brady is the it's, fucking to us. He, but to the offense, he's the Lawrence Taylor of offense. If you want to sit back and say that, okay, Lawrence Taylor was a go on the field. He was a field general. Tom Brady is that on offense. You had that on defense. Now mm-hmm. you have this on offense. So why can't you treat it the same? He just he refuses to. And, why? And maybe it's just an age thing. Yeah, but I feel like he was doing that for Jimmy Garoppolo. I feel like he built Jimmy Garoppolo up, and he that that was his. And then to get him, give him away for pennies was just like, bro, you could have got at least all. two two rounds because uh, they could. Cleveland wanted him. A couple other people wanted him. Two, they wanted. They was gonna give him multiple first rounders, and he took a fucking second rounder. A second round pick that ended up being shit. Like all, like most of his fucking picks. He's good with the defensive plays. He has yet to develop a, a prominent quarterback other than Brady, and one would kind of say that the situation kind of developed Brady, and Brady developed Brady. Mm-hmm. And um, but you know, other than Jimmy Garoppolo, I guess you can say, I guess you can say Jimmy Garoppolo. So he does have a good rapport. Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, Jacoby Brissett, those are solid quarterbacks, starting quarterbacks. That was all one draft class for Jimmy Garoppolo and yeah, Jacoby was. Brissett. So, you but know, he doesn't have a wide receivers, but he's good with offensive linemen and great defensive offensive linemen. Defensive lineman and, and, and defensive and, and, backs. Yeah, defensive backs. Devin McCourty now going on his twelfth season, I believe, yeah. or eleventh season. Eleventh like, or twelfth, one of those. And you know he's gonna step up as the new leader. Oh, he, well, he's already has. He's yeah. already he already spoke on Tom Brady. You had to. Yeah. If you're the leader, you got to speak on it. You're not mm-hmm. gonna diss him, but you're gonna say, listen. He didn't fuck around. He no, he just right came and point. said it. Like, listen, man, this is what he did, and, and you know what I'm saying. Regardless of what it is, we're gonna be the New England Patriots. We're fine. So Jared Stidham will be. Stid. Is what they call him. Stid, steady, steady. I don't like that nickname. I like Stid the kid. Stid the kid. Oh, I like that. Yeah, that's not bad. Patent bending right there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and he's only 21. You know what I'm saying? He's only 21. So you still can. They, people still consider him a kid. And, you, you, and sports, when you say kid, you don't mean like a you know teenager. You think of somebody that's you think a rookie. You know, yeah, 20, 21, 21 yeah, 22, definitely. 23, 24. He's still making you know those bonehead decisions of not wanting to stop smoking weed and shit like that. Which I'm <laughs> and, I, and I'm an advocate of not smoking weed, but at the same time, it's like, well, if, if that's an organization that just doesn't, you, what you would have to do is as a player fight to change that. When you're in it, fight to change it. You know what I'm saying? Which, it's already happening. They've already, you know, stopped drug testing for it or whatever the case may be. So part of the new CBA. Part of the new CBA. And it, we're going to have 17 games. We're going to have two preseason games. We're not going to have four. That's great. I love that I don't idea. Even, yeah, I do too. I think this preseason is more on the lines of like a training camp type of thing. Like mm-hmm. it's film training camp and getting you into regular. Because uh, you, know, you still got to have to do go. Do you watch preseason? No, I, I don't watch any preseason. I, I watch maybe one preseason game. I don't watch any maybe. preseason for any sport. But there, I, I understand the philosophy for preseason. And I feel like preseason is not. Because you can be a diehard fan. And not, I know who. by the t- If you're a real diehard fan, I'm going to know who that person. Like as soon as we draft the person we draft, I'm already going to know what I'm going to know about him. Me having to watch him in a preseason game where you know the the situations is not uh, is, is not counted and you know that they're not going to be throwing their best talent out. To me that's just not a good repli- that's not a good uh, representation of a, of a of a stick or a meter of where I'm at. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm with you. I don't know. I just I, you know I feel like there's a, there's a lot of things you know with the New England and it's like so it's like, you know, since we're, we're, we're talking about Bill and we're, we're talking about a lot of this stuff here, it's like, 
I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, um, I wanna put on something real quick. And it's a, it's a, uh, it's a clip. Um, from ESPN. Um, it's Joe Montana, and he's talking about how he felt that it was a mistake that the Patriots Preach let Tom it, Brady go. Preach it. This is Montana. Quote, I don't know what's going on inside there, but somebody made a mistake. I think when you look at the whole situation, you try to figure out how you want to get away from things that are there. I had a different story where they had made a decision. He, obviously, they never would have gotten rid of. I still don't understand how New England let him get away. I don't understand that. And as we react to it, I want to make sure everyone sort of understands what Montana is saying. Joe Montana didn't leave San Francisco because they'd grown tired of him. They had a great quarterback waiting in the wings in Steve Young. Something similar happened, I would say, with Peyton Manning in Indianapolis. They had drafted Andrew Luck. They were ready to move on. That, of course, is not the situation here in New England. So, Swagoo, when you hear Joe Montana saying they would never have wanted to get rid of him, someone made a mistake, what does that say to you? Gee, it, it focuses surely on Bill Belichick to me. I mean, obviously, we've seen the reports that Robert Kraft thought him and Tom Brady were having a meeting, meeting to tell for Tom Brady to tell Kraft he was staying. But this has been what we've been talking about with Bill Belichick and Tom Brady's relationship. And I know it was hard for people to believe that it wasn't all peaches and cream with those two guys, but it wasn't. And Tom Brady obviously felt like he wanted to be more appreciated, which I, I mean, I don't know how you become more appreciated the six Super Bowls and being the greatest player of all time playing under one system but that's neither here nor there because everybody tells me I'm too harsh about it anyway when you think about it Tom Brady leaving the New England Patriots was personal it was not a business decision and I think that's what Joe Montana is getting at Nick yeah I think Swagoo hit it right on the head but I do think that it's hard for Joe Montana to make the same comparison because much of his career was pre-free agency so it's a different situation when the salary cap is a problem and one thing about Bill Belichick part of his success is his on-field schematic genius but part of his success has been managing the salary cap and he's done that by being ruthlessly consistent and he's been ruthless with a lot of great players and it doesn't stop with with um, Tom Brady or no matter how great the player is. I hate it. I personally would like them to treat or like Bill Belichick to kind of treat Tom Brady with a little bit more respect. But I guess Bill Belichick would say that he's been there for almost 20 years. So that's more than enough time. It's time to move on. But it hurts to see something like this happen to a guy because like he's right. It's personal. It's not about him. All right. So, yeah, that was uh, from ESPN, the Get Up show. No, I'll tell you, I get a couple of different points off of that. Okay. So... Point number one, as far as Joe Montana is concerned, yes, you know I get why he would be angry at the Patriots organization because mm-hmm. similar something he wasn't to him. forced out. Yeah, but again, conspiracy theory here. Who's to say he wasn't forced out? Hmm. Who's to say that there isn't more to Jared Siddham than what meets the eye? We don't know. We know really. See, we only seen a couple of snaps. It wasn't like we, we seen maybe four or five snaps. And sure, I, he threw he threw a pick six. Yes, yeah. We know I'm going after. You know I'm going with that. Yeah, <laughs> you know. but I'll tell you what. We're talking four or five snaps. I know. We're not talking a real NFL. And game. if to add on to the conspiracy theory, right? To for the sports analogy, I feel like if if that was true, right? And and I'm not I'm not refuting it. I feel like if that was true, the reason why he wouldn't show people Stenum is because he showed you Garoppolo and look what happened to Garoppolo. Exactly. You caught wind of it. You knew he was good. And when it was time to the nitty gritty, I had to let him go because I I seen you seen that he was too good. So now I had no leverage to to because nobody would have wanted to offer him 150 million if they didn't see those two games. Exactly. Now I'll tell you what. 
Tom Brady came on. Yep. And he came into camp as a third string quarterback. Yeah, he did. I'll never forget watching him play in the preseason because back then I actually watched preseason games. No, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and this kid was fire. Like you could tell he was he was the next big thing. Mm. And when Bledsoe went down, Brian Cox had that massive hit. Saved it was the time. legacy. And it it was time. Us. Yeah, it was. And we had just gave Bledsoe a hundred million dollar contract. Let's not forget that. Drew Bledsoe was supposed to be, you know, the franchise I never guy. Never liked it. He was, and they and up until Tom Brady, like I, they offered him a hundred million. Like that, you we know that a lot of that was fluff because they got rid of him the next day. Traded him uh-huh. the next year, but. But guess what? He took us to a Super Bowl. He saved our ass in the AFC Championship game in 2001. Drew Bledsoe wasn't terrible. He wasn't Tom Brady. I didn't like him. I didn't like him. We didn't win shit with him. <laughs> we won nothing. He put us in the worst position. Like, and that's what I feel like Drew Bledsoe is. And when you're talking about coaches, I feel like uh, Bill Belichick has evolved. Like, I, I would say that without Tom Brady, he would have he wouldn't have won six rings. He might not have had. But what I will say is. With him, he would have went to a Super Bowl, but I feel like with with uh, we now you're really gonna see the real Patriot way. Like, and I, and I don't, I don't. There's no disrespect to Tom, but I feel like at at one point in time, he wanted to go in a different direction of what Tom brought to the table as far as skill wise, and I felt like Tom Brady is just the goat to the point where he surpassed so many things. Like people talk about Tom Brady's not a winner. That is false. If you knew. The last game that he played in Michigan was in a bowl game that he came back and had them win because his court because his his coach had a two quarterback system. Who the fuck has a two quarterback system? And what happened was they would put Tom Brady in to save this other dude's ass. Mm. When he fucking comes through and stinks up the place the first half, Tom Brady has to come through, and that's the reason why he's a real comeback kid because he's been doing that shit since fucking high school. Literally, I've I've watched the footage. And guess what? The other college that did that? Mm-hmm. Alabama. Oh, but... Uh, Tua. Tua, yeah. And guess what? Made the switch. They won the championship. Yeah, they did. They did. And, you know, th- this is becoming... Who's the next Tom Brady? You know, mm-hmm. I think it starts It starts in college. It starts up... Who has that it factor? Yeah, yeah. You know, now we're going into draft season. We're going to have a lot to talk about next week because oh, yes. next week oh, I definitely yes. want to talk about the draft. We are. We are. Plus, I wanted you to talk about the salary cap real quick if you are next week or whenever because we are, for people who kind of don't know, was it the, was it the salary cap or was it, um, there was something that we was going to talk about. It was a CBA yes. salary cap. Yes, yes. Um, yes. How franchise tags work. Yes, yes. You know, like we, that. We, yes. There's a whole episode that we can talk about that yeah, really well, gets into... The nitty gritty, mm-hmm. uh, because uh, you know it, it just gets to the point where it's like Tom Brady in its entirety. We look at it from a standpoint of, like now, now it, it kind of like you know what I'm saying like when you're talking about like the 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 logic, right? So when when is it okay to to put the fan logic away and start thinking about the, like you know what I'm saying from a player standpoint? So like you know what I'm saying fan logic versus player logic. Where can we? coexist because fan logic is say I can't believe why you left Tom Brady that's messed up but player logic would say Tom Brady was not getting no respect when you can go back and see Tom Brady seeing Ryan Tannehill getting all this money and getting he hasn't accomplished the, how is he getting more money like it's just the fact that you haven't even offered it to me exactly because he only because he got 50 million guaranteed so which means that they can cut bait because they signed him to a 60 million dollar deal yep. so they can cut bait with 10 million why would they that's 10 million will still put him in a bind you still offer I still have 10, 50 million on a hook 
So for two years, you know he's going to be the starter. Oh, definitely. There's, there's zero doubt about that. And I think part of the issue going in there is, one, mm-hmm. Patriotson had the uh, the salary cap yeah, to right. really be able to go and do that. Yeah, you're right. You know, they talked about it in that ESPN clip they just played. Mm-hmm. So one thing Bill Belichick does better than anybody else yeah. is play the salary yeah, cap. Yeah, you're right. You're right. He dropped Lawyer Malloy. Oh, that was three crazy. days before the start of the season. I know. I fucking I'll never know. forget it. I didn't think he was going to do it. He's traded Richard Seymour, Mike Grable, Jamie um, Collins. Jamie Collins. He came back. Now he's gone again. You know, there are so many big name players that he just lets go. That he just lets go. And guess and, what? We continue to win. So don't be shocked if the Patriots come up and they're in a nine and seven team, mm-hmm. and we make the wild card. Because do I honestly think that we're the best team in the AFC East? Not, no. not even a chance. I think we're realistically the third best team in the AFC East. Well, because now it's like because now you 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 take off Tom Brady and Tom Brady kind of get he he, get, he tipped the pot for you, and now you don't have any receivers. Julian Edelman is a year uh, older, a year more beat up. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and you a year less low. He's he's less motivated now because he doesn't have his big brother. He doesn't have mm-hmm. his 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 buddy there to to motivate him. You know, Jules. Now it's like I, I wouldn't be surprised if Jules makes his exit to um to, to to Tampa Bay. So I believe it's next year that his contract is up in New England. They, they might trade him before that. I think they're gonna they're gonna, they're gonna trade him. <sighs> I mean, they'd be stupid to trade him because he's probably the only veteran voice on offense that they that they realistically have. You know, they have James White, who's been there for a while. And he's tough. He's tough. He's he, mm-hmm. he could say in that catch that he had in the Super Bowl was fucking amazing. That was the reason why we won. It Hell was like yeah. literally that that catch right there and you know, the fact that he was able to do that. I'm not listen, he's he's one of the great uh Patriot um wide receivers in Patriot history. There's no doubt in that. You know, I put him up there with the West Welkers I the Detroit think Browns. I don't put West Welker anywhere. West Welker dropped the pass. I don't care what he did up <laughs> until that point. You dropped the pass, bro. And that was a pass that would have that would have put us over the top. You didn't, and then oh, you I went know. to the you went to the rival. You pulled a Ray Allen. He gets no love for me. You didn't accomplish nothing. So for me, I feel like Julian Edelman put that like he won what two titles with us. You know what I'm saying? So to me, he's the top. Um, I feel like he's like really like unless you want to say Troy Brown. Troy Brown's definitely up there. Dion Branch. Dion Branch. Those Super, are the only Super Bowl two. MVP. Those are the only two. And then I would say uh, Julian. Ed- I would say Julian Edelman is better than both of them. I would say Julian Edelman is probably the greatest wide, uh, the greatest Patriot wide receiver of all time. I would say that. You know, it's tough to be able to put that title on him because obviously he's still playing. He's still got a lot of potential. He might go somewhere else. Still have a lot of, still have some solid yeah, but years. Deion Branch went to Seattle, and he's we still bring him up. True. We got rid of um, De- and, and we got rid of Troy and Brown then he too. Came back. He did. So. He did. But you know, it's just the point that I, I definitely think that Julian Edelman. I think a part of him is missing in the motivational fact. Like, remember, he was banged up. Now, mm-hmm. he might not have the motivation to go out there and put his body on the line now, especially knowing how you treated you treated Brady. Even if you treat him like how you treated Brady, he would have understood that because he's not Brady. True. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you, there's certain things where you have to look at it like, all right, Brady is the, 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 the ultimate all-seeing eye as far as the Patriot way. And I feel like you giving him a little, he can be like, you know what I'm saying? He can still follow the Patriot way and still be like, you know, and you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, you you came to you came to um you came to this late, 
I'm like, ah, you know, you know what I'm saying? It, you, you don't. Have, it, it's, it's certain ways around it. You can say, yeah, you know, I came to work late, but at the same time, I, I, I still had, I had to practice to get here. You know what I'm saying? And even me being late, I'm still on time because I'm always prepared. You see what I'm saying? Until you get to that level, young fella, you gonna have to be. A, you, you're saying to me right now that you're to my level. Just prove it. Exactly. Step up. Show me. And 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 at that point, that young fella will be like, you know what? You're Tom Brady. Why the fuck am I? I need to get to practice because I want to be Tom Brady. And I think Jimmy Garoppolo was that guy. Jimmy, I think that um, Brady seen. I think Brady seen the uh, the Bledsoe in in him, and and he's seen the Brady in him, and he's seen the Bledsoe in in in, in himself mm-hmm. in that at that time when he was like, you know what? Anything that I get nicked up, and he was already uh, in the outs with because I feel like like you said until until um, Jimmy the Garoppolo there, I think that. Uh, Bill was content with him, and then when he seen that there was another another option, I think that's when he decided to go with him, and I think that's when the the divide happened, and I think that was when the divorce was inevitable. Definitely, and you know I think a big part of it is now, like we talked about earlier, mm-hmm. we don't really know what Jared Siddham has to bring. We don't because Belichick has quietly because like he didn't want to get that out. I feel like he knows something more than because. He would have sucked it up and at least bit hit like because it's about winning. I don't think in his mind he wants to go nine and seven, and I don't think another stint like how uh, it was in Cleveland. I don't think that that would go well on his legacy to prove that he that it was it wasn't Tom. Because if he goes just nine and we go mediocre throughout his whole existence of being a, a head coach and we never get back to glory days, that looks bad on him. Now, this is going to be to the very unpopular opinion of a lot of New England Patriots fans. Yes. If we were to bring in an mm-hmm. outside quarterback, mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind seeing bringing in the Cam- recently cut Cam Newton. You mean, and I, I'm on a lot of uh, Patriot like groups and stuff like that, fan groups. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even gonna lie. It seems a lot of racial. The reason why they don't want yeah. him, it's like, and, and you bring up, it. you bring up the racial part of it, like, oh, and he's a diva. I'm like, well, Tom Brady's a diva too. Mm-hmm. We've seen that. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing wrong being a diva. What I'm saying is he didn't have proper coaching, and we just from just to sit back and say he's a bum. You didn't want him. He wasn't that. 2015. Ron he was literally was a terrible coach. Long, and we know this. Everybody knows this. How can you have respect for a guy who never won anything and who doesn't even have any inkling of trying to win anything? Bill Belichick would show him different things that he never got before. Accountability, and he already has accountability, and he would give him the heart because that play that he didn't have. That's what they they. Oh, you know. First off, looking from a like, this is the reason why I love this topic, which is fan logic versus player logic. Player logic would tell you that the only time I'm doing it is if like Tom Brady can do that when when he did it because when he did it, he was already a three time Super Bowl champion. Mm-hmm. When you do, and he already got his money. True. Cam Newton was new on the scene, 2015, first Super Bowl. You tell him to go blow his arm out. To go try to die for it? <laughs> I'm just player logic with obviously fan lines to go over there and show me the heart. But then it's like you can't really say that nowadays because in football we already know this. If he would have did that and blew his and blow his arm out, he was an MVP that year, and then he would have been nothing. Exactly. And guess what? That's exactly what happened. He was an MVP, made it to a Super Bowl, runner up. Okay, didn't win. You know that was he was whole- MVP of that season, I believe. He was. Another conspiracy that they let Peyton Manning go out on top, winning Super Bowl 50. Blah, yeah, blah, that's blah, another, yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah. 
But which he was, everybody knows that Peyton Manning played fucking terrible. Not to mention he got benched that season. He was fucking terrible. And again, that's another thing that we'll and, talk but about. That's another thing, too, that we have to talk about is that how he got off the hook for fucking doing drugs and doing yeah. performing enhancement and it's blaming it on his wife. In his wife's name. And she was pregnant. Everybody knows you can't do that while you're pregnant. I mean, I don't know. Can you? Can you take human uh, growth hormones while you're you pregnant? Can. I don't know if you can, mm-hmm. but I know that's that's a, that's a touchy subject. I can so, tell you what, when your neck is being hung on, hung on by a string you'll do anything HGH to stay there you'll, will keep you there that, all I'm saying is it makes sense but that's neither here nor there mm, right we'll that's, talk, a, that, that's a whole other that's a whole other topic quarterback, yeah. league friendly but what I'm saying is to, even 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 though he lost in as far as Cam Newton is concerned yep. I still think that you know here's, here's the thing that I would say though who I do want if it's not Cam Newton and it's not Stenham I would say, first I would say go with Stenham. I wouldn't say bring in Cam Newton for one year. Mm-hmm. I would say just go with Stenham if that's the case. Only go with Cam Newton is if you want to you wanna ride that thing out. But I would say Deshaun Watson. I would love him. I've been seeing that a lot. Oh, my goodness. If we can get Deshaun Watson, Stenham, listen. You no, can I go. Mean, you can go. F- uh, show your talent <laughs> over there in um, where, where is uh, in, in, in Houston. Houston. Go over there and show your talents in Houston. Then. No, I mean... Deshaun Watson. Oh, you see his arm? Oh, God. Great athlete. Okay. The only thing, if, if, if Pat, because obviously Patrick Mahomes, we'd never get him. Gosh, I want him. So, what Deshaun Watson reminds me a lot of is a watered down version mm-hmm. of your boy in Baltimore. Oh, you're going to say in, in Lamar, really? The, the MVP of this season? Yeah. League MVP? He's a watered down version of Lamar Jackson. So, you're saying that Lamar Jackson is better than him? So. If you gave me the option of Lamar Jackson mm-hmm. or Deshaun Watson, yep. I'm going to take Lamar Jackson. You're going with... Aw. And I he hate, has a way better arm than him. I hate Lamar him. Jackson. I love Lamar. You know I do. And this is mm-hmm. this is everybody who knows and this is what we, we, we came to a precipice last show with, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, they promised me ponies. But this is where this is where the divide is, ladies and gentlemen. As I love Lamar Jackson. I feel like he's the, the 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 quarterback of the future. I feel like he's great for the league because it shows a difference in you know opinions of having different athletes come in and wanting to play to that position because it was you know it wasn't it it, it wasn't it was do, it was predominantly dominated by people of non color and bland style yeah, and no, shit it like was that. All white quarterbacks. All white quarterbacks. So you know, having some Spanish ones and having just having any uh, having a multiple a multitude of people that play every position, not caring about because that's what that's what I like to stray away from with sports. But sports brings me back into it. That you know, everybody knows I'm pro black everything. That's one thing that I, I with sports because even when uh, I'm a, a huge Celtics fan, everybody knows this. Back in you know the eighties and, and the fifties and forties and shit like that, when Bill Russell was there, didn't treat him right, didn't treat him right, mm-hmm. and they didn't do that right. They didn't do that. And and when the the Lakers was playing and Rodney King, they thought that you know the Lakers was like the the brothers and that the Boston was like the they had the White Hope and Larry Bird. Mm-hmm. I see it like that. Seemed like great Larry Bird was a great player. You see what I'm saying? And he was ruthless. And if you hear about uh, Larry Bird, you can hear that he had greatness in him. See, greatness is not defined by color. It's defined by action. You see what I'm saying? Facts. So, like, that just goes to show, like, for me, that just kind of, like, it it brings me back to the precipice of when you're talking about, you know what I'm saying, when you're talking about building the legacy and you're talking about, you know, the fan logic versus player logic, you get back to the, the, to the, to the, to the notion of, 
okay, so as a player, if you give me the right tools to succeed, and you know what I'm saying, and I don't succeed, then that's on me. But if you don't give me those tools and I don't succeed, is that really on me? Because I can only control what I can control. Exactly. And it all comes down to ownership. Yes, it does. And They're the ones writing the checks. Exactly. So given, I know it's tough. I know you have a salary cap to worry about. Mm-hmm. You have a GM that's kind of over-controlling and wants his part of it too. Yes. At the end of the day, I want what's best for my team as a fan. Yes. But I also understand the business behind it. Yes. So am I going to truly hold every action to the ownership? Mm. No. You know, I you can't. I, you can't. At it, that it, point. It's, it's unfair. At that point, you can't because they, they, you know, just like you can't hold it all on a player. Exactly. And that, that's exactly it's like where a fine line. I can't hold it to the GM. I can't hold it to the coach. I can't hold it to the player. Well, situationally, a, I feel like we can. If, it's a collective agreement. Yeah. It's a collective. I feel like it, it, it depends with certain situations. Um, and, and certain, like, for instance, like if if the if the salary cap wasn't an issue, we, meaning that we could pay them and we still could keep our team, um, you know what I'm saying? And you wanted to leave, then yeah, that's on the player. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But if, if, like you said, if all things and all was was as was all equal, then you can't put it on everybody. Because even in this situation, the situation right now, I can say as far as Tom Brady is concerned, I can say that that's strictly on Bill Belichick. That's Bill Belichick. That right there is man. That right there is not ownership. That's management. And at that point in time, uh, Robert Kraft looked at it like, bro. I have to go with my coach because coaches can coach until the year 80. Mm-hmm. Whether they 80, 85, we know that with the Penn State dude. You know what I'm saying? He was fucking 100 years old damn near. <laughs> and he was fucking still coaching. So as long as you still got that mind frame, you still got your mind, you can coach. I just feel like Bill Belichick wanted to prove everybody wrong or right. Depending on what side of the spectrum you're at, and for yeah. years we we deliberated if he even cared. This shows that he does. Because if you didn't care, you would have at least been at the sh- at the house, and you would have been able to say all the stuff that you said in the media. Oh, he's so great! I love having time. You could have said that to his face. True. And let him go out like that. The fact that he had to say that to Robert Kraft. Now he he, knew, he probably looked at Kraft like, yo, you know what's happening here. Like if Bill would have came, I would have signed. I came to sign. But I had it in my mind, the back of my mind, that if Bill wasn't here. I'm gonna I'm gonna go on a limb and I'm gonna go to Tampa Bay and I'm not gonna think about it anymore. And that's what happened. And all I'm hoping is that when Bill Belichick shows his cards, mm-hmm. Jared Sidham yep. is everything we need him to be. He better be. And if he's not, Someone I mean, him. if Brian Hoyer is our next best option, bro, I'm not watching this season. I can tell you that right I'll, now. I'm not watching that. I'm right. There I'm not you. watching that. I don't know. You know, I've Brian made, Hoyer. I've made it the point. To be off every Sunday for the last few years to make sure I watch yes. every goddamn Patriots yes, game. Yes, me too. Me too. And this year, you know, I know it's going to be a disappointment, but I'm hoping for a happy ending. Me too. Me too. I mean, and we got Robert Kraft. He's the fucking owner of, of happy endings. Mm. You know? so <laughs> Orchids of Asia Day Spa. Yeah, yeah. you know? And, and now we have an extra game, so we said to go in 8-8. Eight and eight, You know what I'm saying? You can go 9-8. and eight. You know what I'm saying? They got that extra slot two in the playoffs. So, I mean, listen. Right now, it's in the air, ladies and gentlemen. And it's to the point where you start to look at things from a a, a, a logical standpoint. 
and you start to look at like okay so now you're like and then you're talking about this the shutdowns and in and, 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 and this day and age where you got whole sports events that's been canceled and you know I, my whole thing is like this right I don't think that they should necessarily start the season restart the uh, the season where it's at if this is because they're talking about the NBA season going starting in June and ending the day before Christmas or some shit like that which is crazy it's the dumbest thing ever. I don't like it. I feel like you need to cut games out, shorten the season. I think you just cut your losses. Done with it. I think you should be done with it. Like you like the uh, with the lockout. They had the lockout and they have the mm-hmm. season. This has to be similar. Listen, start fresh next season. Everything's cool. I feel like they should just. I cut understand it. that you're gonna lose out on stupid money. Listen, that's not that's but listen. You want to, that's that that's that's not that's when you when you're a big corporation and you're in the private sector. They have insurance for that. You're in a private sector, so when you're in a private sector, the public the the the, the public domain is out of your out of your control. You're in the private sector, in the public sector, what they're doing, whether whether we have, well, you already know how I feel about it. If you watch the <laughs> if you heard the conspiracy show. The conspiracy hour, you would know how I feel about the virus in, as an entirety. But it's not about how I feel because I'm not the one making the shots. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? So, at the end of the day, you got so much money from whatever the fuck you was doing, and they didn't they didn't recoup all this money. They don't you the, the the players don't even get a large percentage of the merchandise the merchandise that's sold under the the you know the ownership of the team. If I'm just selling a shirt, Tom Brady only gets a, a small portion of that. The rest goes to who? Team. Mm-hmm. So they they already they already recouped their money. They're not they're not worried about that. They're never ever gonna lose money. No, and- they they tell us that because think about it. The, the the contract that they have is a contract. So they get they got the money regardless. You know what I'm saying? And they probably had it in the stipulations. You don't think these owners, um, lawyers and stuff like that, then put it in a fine print if some catastrophe happens, this is we we still get to keep the money mm-hmm. or we got some way to recoup the money. Like there's some way they can get the money back. I don't want to hear that they're losing out and they got money in all these business and that's the that's the risk that you take when you have a private business that's that is that thrives in the public sector. You're a private organization, you can be free to do whatever you want. So when it comes to law, Losses, you got to take losses like everybody else. In that fine print of every insurance contract or any major contract, there mm-hmm. always says, "By the acts of God." Now, whether you're re- whether you're religious, or it doesn't not, matter. That's that the term is what the term. they call yes. acts of God or things like this. Natural catastrophes and stuff. Exactly. That's acts of God. Whether you're religious or not, that's an actual coin term. Exactly, and that's what's going to save them from recouping all that money. Mm. It happens. Is it right? No, because guess what? The players still don't get it. Your the players, your stadium staffers don't get it. And at that point in time, that's that the 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 owners and in, in its entire. Listen, I'm all for players, but at that point in time, like they're a privately owned. That's like a that's like saying a, a a plumber or something like that. Something happens where you know the the the, the plumber get his money back. No, exactly. and the plumber is a privately. He's just still. He's a. He's a. Technically, he's self-employed. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So when you do that, you're working for a private organization that goes by private rules and has private funding and can get as much money as they want. You have to take that, and this is what you. If, as a basketball player, you have to be able to. You know, plan for everything. If I'm getting millions and millions of dollars, you shouldn't have went out and bought that Bugatti. That's your fault. You went out and bought the watch. That's your fault. Exactly. You didn't think that anything was you to didn't happen. Think ahead. That's that's your fault. Now you will. Now they'll have players associations the next time they meet up, and they'll have a a a, a class about this. So, ladies and gentlemen, 
Spend about an hour. I want to close out this episode. Close it out. Close it out. With saying we've talked a lot of things about Tom Brady today. Yes, we have. You know, deep down inside in my heart, I will always be a New England Patriots fan. Always. And that being said, I want the New England Patriots Patriots to succeed first. I do. So if we don't win the Super Bowl. Then, I, then Tom Brady, I'm rooting for you. Then I'm hoping for Tom Brady to win it. Yes, I because am. Because just like Jimmy Garoppolo, the only reason why I watched this year's Super Bowl mm-hmm. is because I love Jimmy Garoppolo. I'll feel, I feel the same way yes, about, about Tom Brady. Brady. It's like once a Patriot, always a Patriot. And I feel like that type of mentality is the reason why Teddy Bruschi came back. The reason why Lloyd Malloy still came back. The reason why Troy Brown still came back. The reason why, you know, we have a bunch of these players that still come back and, and go into the even Deion Branch. People that we didn't got rid of came back mm-hmm. because of our fan base and how we do things as far as once a Patriot, always a Patriot. Exactly. So... And that, any and that, better myself. You know, in that in that in that instance, I would always say that any Patriot that ever played for us. But I will say that any Patriot that played for us and won gets a special place in my heart. You know, always. the only person that I would I would uh I would kind of like have an exempt because there's always exemptions would be Randy Moss, the only person he deserved a ring. He, he balled did. out that season. He, he deserved a ring. He, he put his goddamn ring. He deserved a ring. Deserved Uh-oh. a goddamn ring, like you said. <laughs> you know, he definitely deserved that. You know, but that's the only one that I'd put in that in that range. And he went out on his own terms as far as he didn't have like a freakish injury that made him like leave. He mm-hmm. went on his own terms. Some arguably said he could have played another season. He definitely could have. You know what I'm saying? Some arguably said that we wouldn't know. But we both agree that we feel like he could have definitely played another mm-hmm. season. Like, you know what I'm saying? And it didn't work out, whatever the case may be. After a loss... You know, that's why we always say, we said, you don't learn anything from your wins. You learn everything from your losses. Dude, think about it. With the Patriots, we won 18 times and we lost once. What did that say, t- told us? Never get fucking comfortable. True. We never got comfortable ever again. Never Every again. loss that we ever had, even though that loss wasn't, it, we didn't get blown out because we never got blown out in any loss, but like in our era, mm-hmm. like we got blown out by the fucking Bears and by Green Bay. Yep. You know what I'm saying? But that's neither here nor there. The biggest loss was eight points. <sighs> exactly. This is what I'm saying. Yeah. So, like, so you got to understand, like, as far as we're concerned, it's like there's not a lot of, like, blowout losses. So you're not going to look at it like, all right, well. But you do look at it from the standpoint of, like, from every from every loss that we had, we learned something from it. From the wins, we didn't we, we learned that we were the baddest. And you didn't learn nothing then because if you're always winning, you're gonna keep doing all the same things. You're gonna once the losing, that's when you start to okay, maybe I need to start doing this different. Mm-hmm. So I think that was a great way to close out the episode. Yes. I think we have a lot to talk about next week. Yes. Going into draft draft well, hopefully. Hopefully. Hopefully into the draft. Um, you know, I'm glad. Um, I think we're in a great place. I think we're in a great place. You know, I, d- despite there being no sports on television right now, mm-hmm. guess what? We're still here. We got conversation we sports. We still here. We still here talking we're about sports. Yes, we are. And, and and it's like, you know, there's a lot of things that's going on. This We still got to talk about, you know, certain things that's, that's yet to happen, things that's supposed to happen. The Olympics is, 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 is postponed. postponed. There's a lot to talk about, ladies and gentlemen. So stay tuned for next show. Next week is gonna be uh it's gonna be lit. We'll be back next week. We will be back next week. And for that, I will say this is Floyd Maxwell. I've been your boy AP. And this was Conversation Sports. Until Get in tune, ladies and gentlemen.